challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Thanks for joining me here at the Great Man Podcast, where we try to do some serious coaching of men in about 10 minutes per episode. I want to talk to you about something that I've mentioned before, but I think I need to take to a new level now, given what we're facing. And that is that the way you lead in your home, the way you lead amongst your band of brothers is about creating a culture. And the reason that I am stressing this right now is that we are not where we had hoped to be when it comes to COVID-19. You're watching the news. You know that we've got a Delta variant. Uh, You know that it uh, it, it communicates far more rapidly. It spreads far more rapidly. Um, We are now talking about masks again. We're talking about mandates. We're talking about shutdowns. Uh, We're in crisis about schools. We're in crisis about colleges. Um, We're in a new a renewed and second age or phase uh, of this entire COVID experience that we had hoped we would be passed by now. I can tell you that a few months over the summer were pretty nice (laughs) because nobody was talking about all this, but here we are back in it. And and I want to tell you that I know we all probably have our opinions. If we were all sitting around a campfire, uh, we could all talk about what we think about Biden or what we think about Fauci or what we think about China, what we think about Wuhan, um, what we think about mandates, what we think about the economy. We would all have opinions. And I want to sidestep all opinions right now because I want to make a broader point. And the broader point I want to make is that you can be right about the facts. Let's just assume right now that everybody listening to this is completely right about the facts. Whatever facts you believe for the next two or three minutes, let's just assume you are 100% right. But the issue is that you can talk about those facts in such a way that builds a toxic culture in your home, amongst your band of brothers, in your business, in whatever you lead. And I want to urge you to do something different. See, it's the responsibility of men to lead. And when they lead, uh, the best way to to lead, the thing you do when you lead is you build a culture. It's only Bev and I at home. My kids are all gone. We're basically empty nesters. But the culture in our home uh, still prevails. There's still a culture in our home. It's what it's what's encouraged to grow amongst the two of us. Is it defeatism and negativism, negativity and, and bitterness and anger and rage and, and rebellion and, um, and darkness? Or is it encouragement and faith and we'll get through this and hope and vision and optimism and and, and a sense of industry and hard work? What's the culture that prevails in your home? In fact, what's the culture people feed on in your life? Ask yourself that for just for a moment. When someone hangs out with you for an hour, do they go away having been what, just entertained? Do they go away having been uh, impressed with how cool you think you are? Or do they go away having been fed, having been nurtured? having been encouraged, told a story that builds hope and faith, uh, encouraged in their own gifts, complimented, uh, honored in some way, strengthened. Uh, Maybe a scripture is spoken to them, maybe ancient words, maybe something your father or your mother taught you, maybe something that's encouraging and strengthening and uplifting. In other words, people need to be encouraged in their lives. When when somebody spends an hour with you, are, are they further down the road in a good and noble way, in an honorable trajectory? Or have they been tainted? Have they just been entertained? Have they had immorality and darkness and negativity and bitterness dumped in their hearts? 
So I ask you that question because I want you to consider, you know, the issue of a culture growing around you really is this. What do you encourage to grow? You've heard me say it many times. A culture is whatever is encouraged to grow. A coach can encourage a culture on a team that's encouragement and sacrifice and hard work and commitment to each other, or it can be a culture of fear and criticism and, and, uh, and taking people apart with words and ripping up hearts and making everybody function out of terror and arrogance. You've seen both kinds of cultures uh, in sports teams. Maybe you've had both kinds of cultures in organizations you've been part of. Maybe you had one of or, other, uh, or the other of these cultures in your family growing up. But the question I want to ask you is, what kind of culture are you encouraging? And if you sit around the family table at night and you sit there and bellyache about Biden and bellyache about Fauci and bellyache about, uh, you know, the Chinese and bellyache about how they're doing this to us, you might be 100 percent about the facts. Again, I'm just for the sake of this podcast, assuming that you might be right about the facts. But what are you building in your hearts and the hearts around you? What are you building in your children's hearts? Uh, what are you building in your own heart? Is it, is it a culture of anger and resentment and suspicion and rage? Or, or, or could you perhaps change the tone and say, even if the politicians are wrong, you know, they're probably people just doing the best they know to do. How are we going to respond? Who are we going to be? How's this going to make us better? What does this season make possible? You see the difference? You can take the same facts and build a different culture or in response to those facts and choose the nobility of that culture and people can be better on the other side. I'm watching families be better on the other side of the pandemic. It's not because they're rich. It's not because they isolated. It's not because they had a better house or whatever. Um, it's because they built a culture amongst them that encouraged and strengthened. Uh, I've watched kids earn great honors and accomplish things and entrepreneurial efforts start and relationships be closer and everybody be more intimate. And there'd be more fun in a family because mainly in the one family I'm thinking of, the mom and the dad decided to build a noble, fun, rowdy uh, launching culture. I'm telling you what, 20 years from now, those kids will remember the pandemic era and how it was a time of strengthening and heightening for their family. And I can tell you the same thing happened during the Great Depression because I've studied families during that era. And it's amazing how many families did exactly the same thing. And we're able to say later we were better on the other side. At the same time, I'm watching companies, I'm watching men, I'm watching leaders, uh, I'm watching politicians, I'm watching families really go into downward spiral. And it's because someone who, again, has a certain view of the facts, has allowed anger and rage and bitterness and rebellion and frustration and what have you, all the negatives to prevail, and they built a toxic, uh, destabilizing, courage-draining culture in their home and in their business. So the issue I'm challenging you with is as we head back into this second phase, second major phase of COVID, the concern I have for you is not, is not whether or not you are right about the facts. We all have our opinions, and we always will. That's not what I'm mainly concerned about right now. I'm not trying to change your opinions. I'm trying to change the way that you respond to your opinions, respond to what you think are facts in such a way as to either build a noble culture around you, again, one that is inspiring and encouraging, one that deposits good in people's lives, one in which they leave your presence and they are strengthened and encouraged and motivated, maybe know a little bit more about themselves, maybe have a little bit more hope, maybe are able to take hold of, of the things they're made to do and serve others even more fully. 
That's the one kind of culture. The other one is one of bitterness and anger and suspicion and questions and hatred. They go away hating those who didn't get vaccinated. They go away hating those who did get vaccinated. I mean, you understand what I'm saying. You can choose a culture that whatever the facts are, is toxic. I'm challenging you to do, I'm challenging you to do otherwise. Start with this question. What do people feed on that's good and noble in my life when they are with me? What's encouraged to grow that is, you know, morally, spiritually nutritious, so to speak, as though it were plants in a garden? What is good about the culture around me? What am I encouraging to grow, especially as I respond to these COVID challenges? There are the facts, then there's a way you build a culture around those facts and around your response to those facts. Build a noble culture. Build a culture that's inspiring and start thinking about every interaction you have and ask yourself, what am I encouraging to grow in the lives of those I impact? Because I'm telling you what, that's going to be a lot of the determination of victory in the days to come, because this is one of the great arts of great manhood. To join the great man movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men. Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 